3: a registered at the US
4: LLC. But me because if you are 40 years and below you probably have not you have not seen really the Black Stars lift the African Cup of Nations trophy in your in your lifetime. Yes. That's because the last time the Black Stars won the AFCON trophy was in 1982. 42 years ago, yeah. The AFCON ultimate victory uh, remains a mirage as we continue to chase it without success. Yesterday, um, Ghana played draw with Egypt just when we thought we we're going to win you know that game. And right about now we are back with our calculators in hand, doing the calculations, checking to see if we're going to qualify um, to the next round of the competition. Tonight we'll do a diagnosis of the problem, um, give our prescription, And also um, ask whether it's about time we channeled our resources and energy to another sports or perhaps maybe entertainment. Maybe that is what will bring us the glory. The Black Stars have failed to advance beyond the first round in the last two major competitions. They participated in exiting at the group stages of the 2021 Africa Cup of Nations in January 2022 and the 2022 World Cup in December of the same year. That run follows a round of system exits at the 2019 Africa Cup of Nations in Egypt after a penalty shootout defeat to Tunisia. On Monday, we get to see our true size when we play Mozambique, then we get to know whether we'll qualify to the next round of the 2023 AFCON. Tonight on Ghana Connect, connecting to do this discussion with me is the BBC's Daniel Dazi. He's a former colleague here and he's one of the hosts of the BBC's AFCON, special AFCON podcast show. He's connecting um, with us from the UK. Also connecting from Abidjan is Pelasco Jr. Pelasco is a big fan of the Black Stars and he travelled all the way to Cote d'Ivoire to support the Black Stars. Yes, he's joining us Uh, Tonight, also connecting from Abidjan is my colleague Muftao Nabila. Carla Olympio is a corporate lawyer and a fan of the Black Stars. She's also um, on the Independent Disciplinary Committee of the GFA, but she's here to speak in her capacity as a citizen and (laughs) a spectator. Not a spectator, I should say. Andy.com is a sports journalist, commentator, and a follower of the Black Stars. He is Ghanaian. And he's also connecting um, to share his views. My name is Maxwell Agbabai, and I'll be driving this conversation from the studio. Remember, you can be part of the conversation on 055 You can also connect with us 055 on WhatsApp 1111997. 055 And all our social media platforms will be reading your messages later. In the show. Let me go to my guest right now. Hello, gentlemen, lady, welcome to Gonna Connect.
2: Hi, Maxwell. How are you doing?
4: Thank
1: you. Thank
4: you yeah, I'm doing fine. Hi
1: Maxwell.
4: Yes. Great. So Daniel dazi of Nabila, Pelasco Jr., Carla Olympio. Um, once again, welcome um to the show. Let me start up. Let me start with you, Pelasco Jr. You traveled all the way to Abidjan um to watch the black stars. In the twenty twenty three Afcon, you were at the stadium yesterday. I want to believe.
5: Yes, I was there.
4: What was, what was your, what's your assessment of the game? Tell me what the feeling was like. You know, um, at the stadium, the Hofei Stadium uh, yesterday, when the Egyptians equalised, then we realised that we're going to go home with one point instead of the three points that we had all anticipated. At least after Kudu's, you know, scored that goal, um, that second goal. What was the feeling like in the stadium?
5: Well, uh, first of all, uh, good evening to the listeners of uh, Joy Ninety Nine Point Seven FM in Accra, and uh, good evening to all my people in Uh, uh Let me also say that uh, I don't know, but it's like a dream come true. I I feel like I'm dreaming, being on the same platform with you, Maxwell Aguagba, like, uh, Daniel Dazi, one of my uh, idols, uh, and of course, my senior. Uh, man, and also, uh andy.com i am i am i am just blessed. i'm so happy it's, it's a pleasure hosting you too so. mm. fantastic fantastic well uh, what i would say is that in a in a in a first game against kivet in fact I did an interview, I granted an interview to a journalist that went viral. You know, in the interview I said I am only supporting the Black Star because I am a Ghanaian and if you're able to qualify, hallelujah. Going yeah. into the mass against it uh I think we, we shouldn't pretend. Yesterday I was telling friends when we are going, when we were about going to the stadium. In fact, nobody gave the black stars a chance. So I was very surprised after the match when we had two two with Egypt. People were like, hey, we should, we should have won the match, we should have done that, we should have done that. I was telling them that Charlie, don't forget where you were coming from, where you came from. What you must know is that look, you are playing against a side, Egyptian side, but when you are talking about the AFCON, they've won it seven times. Most titles in the AFCON, Egypt. And then in terms of most appearances in the AFCON, is Egypt 25 times. Most consecutive appearances in the AFCON since 1994, they've been here. They won it in 57 Sudan against Ethiopia, 59 in Egypt against Sudan, 86 in Egypt against Cameroon, 98 in Burkina against South Africa, 2006 uh, in Egypt against uh, the Aborans in 2008. They came to Ghana, won it against Cameroon. You remember, Cameroon they eliminated Ghana in the semi-final, but Egypt beat them. and won that particular cup In 2010, they won it against the Blasters of Ghana. You are talking about the fires of Egypt. Before yesterday's game, they had played 20 AFCON games in the good stages. Out of the 20 AFCON games in the good stages, they've been able to win 14, 35 draws. a loss Against mm. Ghana, that in the last five matches in the AFCON, we are striving to get a win. Yeah. Two draws, and then had three losses. So I was very surprised that after the market, people were like we should have scored three, we should have scored four have scored whatever. Look, from from my point of view, from my perspective point of view, mm-hmm. I never, I never gave the blast out that 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 dog chance. I think that they do so the only thing is that the only thing the, the most painful thing about the whole thing is that getting a goal, then they will come and equalize. You score again, they will come and equalize. That was the most unfortunate thing that happened. Apart from that. Uh, for me, I, I I think the the Blasters did very well because in the in the game, I really find the play. I find the play from the goalkeeper to the last man on the field. I think they didn't do it in the Kibed game, but with that of a uh, last night game, I think the yeah. Blasters of Ghana did did so well.
4: Inter- interesting perspective um, from you. I don't yeah. know, but you are saying this because you watched the game. You know, many of us yeah. who watched on television, including. Include me. We're, we're very disappointed. Uh, let, let me find out from Carla. Carla, I'm sure you also watched the game on television. Uh, well,
6: I I put on the TV when uh-huh. I heard people screaming about the first match, <laughs> and I put it off after the second equalization. Oh. Because, um, yeah, mm-hmm. I couldn't take the pressure. But I have to say, I'm 100% at item with the former speaker. Okay. And I also thought to myself now. When your producer called me to, to, to talk about this topic, I said, why are you calling me? I'm not a football expert. Yeah. But <laughs> I always say, like, with politics, I'm interested when Ghana is at stake. So as soon as our national team is playing, I'm invested. Yeah. And I may not be a football expert, but I also know that Egypt, if not the best team in Africa, is one of the best team in Africa. And I don't know Cape Verde to be a particular star in terms of African football, so mm-hmm. when we lost to Cape Verde, I also I thought the Pharaohs were going to wipe the floor with Ghana, <laughs> and when we scored two, and as did many people, many people I know didn't give us a chance. Mm. All of a sudden, we draw, and people are complaining up and down, silly mistakes. That you know, we turn into thirty a nation of football pundits, experts, strategists, coaches. If we have so many experts in Ghana, we yeah. should be winning every single tournament have
4: mm. some humility <laughs> Inter- i'm actually surprised that um pelasco and, and you carla uh, you seem satisfied with the performance of the black stars you, you do not have a problem that um that twice we surrendered we surrendered that lead and allowed you know the egyptians to uh, i mean to to equalize why do we, we score we that part why do we know the part where we scored the goals
6: I, just, I was shocked but, 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 but could, we, we, we could have people.
4: yeah Bakala. we could have we could have left the stadium with the three points in our basket not at one point
6: and we would could have also left the stadium
4: 6-0 against Egypt hmm interesting let, let, let me find out from Daniel Dazi, Daniel Dazi, like I mentioned, um, has been hosting a special podcast um, for the BBC on the Afcon. Um, Daniel, I am sure you also watched on television um, from the UK. Tell me what, what was your assessment of the game? Carla Pelasco are satisfied with the performance of the Black Stars. in fact, they didn't expect Black Stars. They didn't they didn't see the Black Stars play the draw game uh, with the Egyptians.
2: I'm going to make a brief correction there, mm-hmm. Maxwell. Yeah. Um, I am co-host of the Africa Football Showdown with Peter Kochi and Mimi Fawaz mm. and it's by Africa Digital Audio. Um, okay. Or, yeah. Um, or ADA Global. Mm. Um, or ADA Productions, pardon me. It's, it's not um, a home of a BBC production. Uh, okay. But I, mm. I, want to, I want to quickly zoom in on that game yeah. at, between Ghana and Egypt. Here's the point. Mm-hmm. Going into the game, yes, the stats did not favor us. The last time Ghana won against Egypt was 2013. Yeah, 6-1. And I was at the stadium, yeah. actually. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. Mohamed Salah was in the game. Yeah. Um, was, was in that game as well. Yeah. Egypt's seven-time winners of Afghan. They won it three times on a trot between 2006-2010. They have history on their side. Mm. That's true. But the first half showed a difference, Ghana. The first half showed a Ghana that was possessing the ball, that was controlling the pace of the game, and that had individual brilliance in in the in the person of Mohamed Kudus to convert half chances into goals, into a goal at least. And so that was clear. It looked like at the end of the first half, it looked like everything was going for Ghana. If we could have maintained The call has momentum, been put on hold. Please wait. Sorry, Daniel. Daniel, go ahead. No worries, no mm-hmm. worries, Maxwell. If if we could have maintained that momentum, we would have had those three points in the bag. And I think that's the complaint for most Ghanaians who watched that game closely. Let's tell the truth. The two goals if you discount the the goal that was ruled offside by Egypt which was scored from a set piece the two goals that Egypt managed were from two clear Ghana defensive blunders and those blunders were not even made by defenders they were made by strikers who had committed themselves or forward playing players who had committed themselves to the defense so you have that um, unfortunately, back pass by Naki Williams yeah. he was playing it safe. The pass was too long. We lost it to the Egyptians. Osman Bukhari actually won the ball. The ball has been put on hold. You know, a defender's instinct will be to quickly clear it for a corner kick or a, or a throw or a throw-in. But he was still running with the ball and he lost possession again in that dangerous 18-yard box, just a few uh, meters out of the six-yard box. So. If you look, and even Mohamed Kudus himself, in an interview I was reading of him after the game, said that we lot we considered those two goals because of mistakes we could have avoided. Yeah, and I paraphrase yeah. And, here. Yeah, he, he so didn't mince words. He actually said silly, silly mistakes. Mm. Exactly, exactly. And so, if it was not for those two silly mistakes, we would have those three points in the bag. And I think that's the complaints for most Ghanaians. Yeah, again. Immediately after that first goal in the first half, we had Mohamed Salah go off for Egypt because of injury. He's a talisman for Egypt. He's not really come to the party as much as they would have expected for the Afghan. That's a different conversation. Mm. But he was not on the pitch, so we had everything to play for, and we lost a golden opportunity. It's true. I did not even give ourselves a dog's chance to win the game. I was hoping for a draw, which we have. But if you think about the fact that the, our, our draw against Egypt is akin to our loss against Cape Verde, which comes down to um, a lack of concentration at the in, in a crucial moment in the game. That's when you will wring your hands. At the moment, we are product of our own mistakes. Um, unfortunately that factoid may be extended that statistic may be extended where we exit another major tournament in the group stage because Cape Verde has won against Mozambique that's not the results we wanted I don't see us going into a final game and I know we'll come there I don't see us going into a final game hoping for Egypt to lose outright against Cape Verde which has already qualified and so not, we will not even expect them to field their best players against Egypt on Monday. Mm-hmm. So it's it's quite the unfortunate situation we find ourselves in. Yeah. I'm very, very saddened for the players who, in the game against um, Egypt, seem to give it their all. Even for Inaki and Bukhari, who made those mistakes, I will not necessarily put it on them. There were strikers who were trying to track back and play it safe, helping out in the defence. But it was just that lack of concentration mm. that cost us those three points that we could have been smiling with at the moment, Maxwell.
4: Interesting perspective, Daniel. Let me go to Andy.com. Andy, Andy you've heard from Daniel, you've heard from Pelasco, um, you've also heard from Carla. Listen, uh, satisfied with the performance.
0: Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket?
4: Comments, um of the black stars um, daniel ended there saying that um, he thought we, we we did very well but just that we lost concentration you know um at a point and that contributed to us you know conceding those two goals andy i don't know what you make of the performance of the black stars um yesterday whether you also agree that yes we put up a great performance that we considered two goals, and that is why we are back with our calculators in hand, <laughs> doing the football, you know, calculations now.
7: Yeah, well, uh, good evening, Maxwell. To you and then um, my other colleagues on the show this evening, mm. uh, Maxwell. I am not even interested in looking at the performance of the Blacks against. I am only interested in looking at what we didn't do right and then where we have now got into in such a way that we are now calculating doing calculations yeah. training that Ghana will beat it, Mozambique it, before
4: we it, qualify it, really it has been the case for every major tournament in recent times you know
7: so Maxwell <laughs> the mm. question is what did we do wrong that is what we should be looking at mm. if we are not able to tackle the issue from the root, Maxwell, this is what is going to happen. If we are not able to tackle the issue as a country and try to solve it, Maxwell, I think if you get to a point in time, Ghana cannot play against South Sudan. If you get to a point, Ghana cannot play against Comoros Island. Even Comoros, as of now, we can't even play against them. If we are not able to tackle the issue and solve it as a country, it will get to a point in time where we can't play against Somalia. Mm. We don't have life to ourselves. We are losing the basis. We are losing everything as a sports nation, as a one-time powerhouse of football. So for me, I think, as a country, we should sit down and you know think through, see how we can start and then go back to what we were doing right. What we are doing well, that we are performing at the World stage that we are performing at the African Cup, that we are winning African Cup, and what we are not doing right now. Now, Maxwell, if you look at the situation of Ghana Black Stars, it's, it's, Ghana would definitely qualify as one of the best uh, third-place teams. I'm telling you, because definitely Egypt is going to beat uh, Kibed. So if Egypt beats Kibed. It means that Egypt is going to have five points. Comoros and Quebec have already qualified. They have three points. No matter what happens, they will be the they will be first in the group. And then they, are going, they have already qualified. Now, if Egypt beats Quebec, they are going to get five points. And then they will be the two teams to qualify. And if we are able to beat Mozambique, it means that we would have to wait. And then see if we are going to qualify as one of the best third places. Is that the level of Ghana well? mm. The calculation. Is has that started. the level of Ghana? Mm. This is what we need to talk about. Now, things are not holding. We have politicized our black in the in such a way that now a black star coaches are appointed from the government. And it is one of the major problems we are facing now. We have a situation whereby... We have ESCO members at Ghana Football Association who have a quota in player selection. Most of the players there belong to agents who are in the the Blaster's Management Committee. It's a non-fact, and nobody should run away from it. If we are not able to do things right now, it must work. Our Ghana Premier League, what is the level of our Ghana Premier League? When the Ghana Premier League was the Ghana Premier League, where Kumasiata and Tekotoko was being able to compete in Africa, where her to fought its winning really Champions League, you saw how the blaster was flourishing. At a point, when we are going to tournaments like this, if nothing at all, the, goal, the goalkeeping departments are selected from Ghana. We had a lot of talent when it comes to goalkeeping. Now, look at what is happening. Mm. so if we don't go to the basics i am not interested in what we are seeing now i am not interested in ghana drawing against egypt do we have to rejoice about joining with egypt i think that we're able to beat 6-1 prior to the 2014 world cup i was there and i, I heard you say you were there i was in yeah. Um, yeah when we're able to beat Egypt 6-1 and now we draw with them and then we think that yes uh, uh, we need to be happy no Maxwell, our 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 football is our our football is uh, uh, gradually declining, mm. and we need to sit down as a country. We need to tackle the yeah. problem as a country. If we don't do that, mm. it will get to a point in time as I've I said just mark it on the wall. In the next in the in the next two three years, if we don't do things well, it will be difficult for us to play against the likes of Somalia, mm. South Sudan, and the rest. Maxwell.
4: Okay, Andy. Andy, hold on for me. Um, Let's connect to Muftao Nabila, who um, is connecting um, from Abidjan. Um, Muftao, you, you've heard from Andy.com. Um, he says our football is on a decline, is on a downward spiral. We've become so mediocre um, that we are satisfied and happy with even um, a draw. You you have an article um, about how you know uh, there seems to be a decline in the quality of football that we play in Ghana. And I think that to be able to, you know, provide the solutions to this problem, we need to do a proper diagnosis, you know, of of the situation that we have at hand. Then we'll be able to, you know, um to fix the problem. From where you stand and from where you sit from from your sports journalism lenses, what really is the problem um, with the Black Stars? I've heard um, some people say that, look, the issue starts even from our Colts League. The issue starts from our inter-schools league. The issue, you know, starts with, you know, football people, uh, uh, so-called f- football people, you know, meddling, you know, um, uh, with a selection of players, just like Andy.com, you know, um, mentioned. Muftar, what really is the problem?
1: Um first of all, do we admit that we have an issue that needs to be resolved? As a country, if we all agree that we have issues and we need to provide a diagnosis to those issues, then um, every medical doctor will tell you that if they identify what is wrong with you, then the diagnosis is extremely easy. It's it very easy for them to find the, the, the cure. But we, we, we feel that um past glory should always be celebrated. Every single day we say we are four times African champions. Forgetting the fact that the last time Ghana won African Cup of Nations, which was nineteen eighty two, Cameroon hadn't won one. And they've come to win it five times. So what is that special thing that Cameroon FAP, they took so much success on this stage and Ghana has struggled. So I think it's a plethora of issues where everyone must accept that we have an issue, we have a challenge, we have a problem, and we need to come together as a unit to provide the answers. Trust me, I'm not sure um, the football people, let me put that in quotes.
4: Yeah, the so-called uh, football people. Mm.
1: The football people, they are the, they're, they're the people representing only knowledge of football. I do not think that they're the only people who have got the not even they to football. Every single person has got an idea about how they think football should be managed in this country. And sometimes, one of the things I've always said is the fact that you need the managerial skill of people, not just because they're in football. Sometimes you hear people say that this guy knows absolutely nothing about football, but the person knows how to manage. So if I can manage a company, why can't I manage a Football Association? Because the Ghana Football Association is a company. So, I believe that it's about time we strategize and restructure ourselves when it comes to the governance of football in Ghana. For, so for instance, between 2019 and 2022, yeah, the Ghana kind of Football Association was able to get about $1.85 million from FIFA. Not a single dollar of that money went into infrastructure development or infrastructure project. A chunk of that money went into operational costs. Um, yeah, Comoros, everyone talking about Comoros, Comoros, Comoros Island got a similar amount. Guess how much they spent in the infrastructure, about $2.5 million went into the sporting infrastructure. Between 2016 and 2022, Ghana was due about almost $11 million from people. We are able to access about $8.6 million of Ghana. What did we use it for? I believe that other people have come close to Ghana and they're now beating Ghana because there is um the right investment in the right areas. Football is played on pitches. Take a look at the pitches we've got in Ghana. In fact, when these black stars were preparing for the African Cup of Nations, we, we all know where they want to come. And I feel that as a country, we've not had a deliberate plan as to how we want our football to go. And it's about time we find the right structures yeah. in terms of how football is. Okay. it's not just the people who are at the top mm-hmm. but we also need the people outside the football family to come in you don't sit on the fence and say that they are football people they should manage it it is your emotions they yeah. the are managing when a blast has loses, it's not only the football people who are sad you and I are sad too that's right
4: yeah true <laughs> let me find out from um, Carla Carla you've you've Muf- had um Nabila You've heard what he said. I, I want to find out from you what you also think, you know, um, is the problem and how we can deal with it. There's, there's some people who say that the problem starts from even our Colts League. The problem starts from um, uh, the Ghana Premier League. It starts from the roots. And it's important for us to deal with that so that um, it wouldn't climb up to to the top, to the senior national team level. W- what do you think is the problem with the Black Stars, Carla?
6: Well, I, I, look, I'm I, like I like I said before, I'm not a, a technical football yeah expert and mm-hmm. I'm not in a position to diagnose the problem on a granular level. Yeah. Um I do think and it's been hinted at that to a certain extent we are living on past glory. It ra- reminds me of you know the English and the European um Champions League and the song It's Coming Home, which started in 1990 something, where they sang 30 years of hurt. And I think now, what, it's yeah. 60 years of hurt? <laughs> and I think that, um, you know, we keep harking, but, you know, people are always disappointed and upset. And there's a sense of entitlement to a certain extent because they're thinking about the time when we were, you know, champions back to back. But like you said, that's 40 years ago. That is just not the situation now. Mm. Let's look at where we are today. And 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 accept that that's where we are and then deal with it from there rather than expecting us to be current champions when that may not be the case. Now that's not, of course, in every situation with football, with everything else, absolutely you have to start from the beginning, you have to, you know, invest, you have to train, you have to pay attention, you have to educate, you have to select the right people, yeah. no doubt but i think a fundamental problem is that our expectations are still stuck in 1970 something hmm. <laughs> <laughs> probably before a lot of us were born hmm. and not today so you know what 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 is the, the the real situation on the ground let's face the situation on the ground and accept where we are and then we can deal with it we hmm. can't keep living on past glory but i said that the hmm. black stars team may do, do well but i think the under 20s have been doing quite well. Then they win a tournament in in fairly recently, twenty nineteen mm. or so. Yeah. So is it Ghana football as a whole that's in trouble, or is it our main senior national team that's in trouble?
4: You, you, that that brings us to another part of the conversation that we we'll have we we'll having in the latter you know parts of the um, discussion on whether it is about time we redirected our energies and resources you know to um, to focus on um, other teams. <gasps> Perhaps other areas like entertainment, you know, uh, because it looks like the black stars certainly is the pump child in the room. We pump a lot of resources to the black stars, but they seem not to be bringing us the the joy, the excitement that we are friend, all yearning for. Friend. The It brings and me and
6: joy. It brings me joy, <laughs> Max Maxwell. Oh, even I when, we lose?
1: Even when Jones, we lose. Yesterday, even when
4: we lose, Maxwell.
6: Maxwell. Oh, I well. lose,
1: but. Uh, P- Pelasco,
4: Pelasco, Pelasco, I'll come to you. Pelasco, I'll come to you. But let me find out. Let me, let me find out from um, Daniel. Daniel, you are in yeah. the UK. Um, there are a lot of Ghanaians in the UK. What's the conversation around the performance, you know, of, of the Black Stars? Uh,
2: disappointments galore, unfortunately. Mm. Um, but Maxwell, I just want to introduce a certain perspective to the okay. conversation that we are having currently mm. and I think that it's very we need to be realistic as African countries in the way that sometimes we approach um selection for our football team mm. and what it takes to win and dominate tournaments currently the two teams dominating African football are Senegal and Morocco yeah if you take a deep dive at Morocco Morocco Morocco. Um, out of Walid Regragui's 26-man squad that they presented for the World Cup, only 12 of them were born in Morocco. Hmm. Ashraf Hakimi, Hakim Ziyech, who, who were the two top players as at the time they did that semi-final performance against um, in, 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 the, in the World Cup, yeah. were both not born in Morocco. They are both people who could have played. I think. Hakimi, I had to rise in front of me, but I don't want to waste your time. I think mm. Hakimi could have played in in Netherlands or or um or Spain. One of them would have played in Netherlands. One of them would have played in Spain. That's Hakimi and Ziyech. Yeah, that's those are two things that we need. To, those are two things that we need to think about. Now, if you look at European football, when Cameroon was picking up African Cup of Nations, Samuel Eto'o was one of the best players in the world.
1: Mm.
2: When when Morocco began dominating, their play Hakimi and Ziyech were some of the best players. They're playing they play some of the best teams in the world. When Senegal began dominating, Sadio Mane was the top man for Liverpool. He had won every trophy possible for Liverpool FC. Compared to the quality that Ghana had from let's say from the 2006 World Cup when we started showing up, how many Ghanaian-born players can we? Honestly, say or players of Ghanaian descent, can we honestly say where to the let's say to the Abedi Pele level who won who won a Ballon d'Or? How many of those players that we had, if we look at if you look at our best midfield, the best midfield Ghana has showed mm-hmm. that I have seen, that's Solomon Tari, Michael Essien, yeah. um, um, Lai Kinsen, and Stephen Appiah. Stephen Appiah was playing wonders in Italy. Michael Essien was moved to Chelsea. Mourinho took him to Real Madrid himself. Suleiman Tari was a box-to-box, total, complete player. Yeah. And like of unfortunately missed out on the 2006 World Cup. These were the guys who were playing at the top of their game. We haven't had players of that quality for, for about a decade. Mm. Yes, you can you can have, you can can have make a point that Muftar Nabila is making that, oh, it's coming from our cult and how we nurture the players when we were young and, and what have you... All that is true, but realistically, even if you look at our good points against Egypt, it came from a certain player who is the top man for West Ham United. That's Mohamed Kudus. Yeah, And and we we have to be realistic about these things. The time that Egypt won three Afghans in a row, row Mohamed Abutreka was the best player in Africa. He was winning best African best player over, um, in some cases, if my memory serves me well, over players like Didier Drogba. Even that Ivy Coast team that had Jeffinho, that had Yayature, that had Didier Drogba, they could not win an AFCON. One of their best performances was that final against Nigeria, if my memory serves me well, in South Africa. So we, we need to really we need to really look at what we have and ask ourselves. What kind of coach do we have that can put everything together? That's why my complaint was against Chris Hutton in the first game. I feel like if we had gone into the Cape Verde game with the strategy that we went into the Egypt game with, we'll be having a totally different conversation. But the reality is that mm. there's a certain level of quality that players are showing. Yeah. Look at this Afghan that we are watching currently. Yeah. Senegal won their first game 3-0. Morocco won their first game 3-0. Nigeria is struggling. Why? Victor Osimhen is not as in form and is not playing the same position that he was playing when he was... when he's in Napoli.
4: Yeah.
2: Um, and we have pl- teams like Tunisia falling off. We have teams like Ivory Coast who are not playing as well as they... as well as you would expect, even though they're a host nation. You We have to be realistic in looking at some of those things. What quality are you bringing? If we don't have... It, I feel like, for instance, if we had maybe an Eddie Nketiah who plays for Arsenal, Arsenal coming back to play for Ghana, that could have been a different story. But which current player can we say that he's going to come from wherever he is and come and play for Ghana like Hakim Ziyech is playing for Morocco or like Ashraf Hakimi is playing for Morocco? It's just mm-hmm. not there, Maxwell. Let's let's be realistic.
4: Let's be realistic. Um, Daniel Dazi, Michael Papani Ashley, um is in the studio and it's time for us to... Uh, hear here your views on social media. Okay. Michael Papadi actually um, it's here. Um, Michael, I i, I
8: understand. a lot of a I lot understand. of fun and that's something we are going through. <laughs> I mean, yesterday, I, 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 I refrained from watching the game because I didn't want Charlie. to go through the Charlie, Charlie, emotional Charlie. phases, the, the, emotional the, the mania phase when you are happy, Ghana is go up, and then you are sad. I mean, at that time, I was reading headlines, so uh-huh. I was waiting to change my headline. At 8 p.m., I changed my headline. 9 p.m., I wrote Ghana stings Egypt, yeah. and then I was waiting to repeat the same headline, and then Egypt equalizes, yeah. and then Ghana goes the game up, Then I say, you know what? Let me not keep it. Let me change it change my headline that okay Ghana defeats the pharaohs yeah oh little did I know Charlie the little bo- did I know
4: the, the boys were just playing with our emotions man
8: <laughs> so it's, certainly I didn't want to watch the game but like many of you who have you have been sharing your thoughts with us on mm-hmm. social media yeah let's go to North Kaneshi where Edem Lachu is connected with us he says we ought to have won that much because this team except for Kurush, Jordan Um Jiku and Ashimero, is uninspiring, unambitious, lacks character. We couldn't win. Football mm. nowadays, don't watch big names. That's what he's telling us. Now let's go to all the way in Morocco. Kirby Daniel is connecting with us and says that, why blame Bukari and Ineaki? The team lacks interpositional knowledge. I'm not sure I understand what that is. No football person. <laughs> Seriously, the one to blame is Jordan, because he always fall down and slow the game anytime they build an attack. Well, that's mm-hmm. what he's saying. Uh, this one says that from Kumasi says the negative speech among Ghanaians are too much. The moment somebody or something fails in Ghana, the general comment are insults, curses, and negative speeches. Mm-hmm. These are some of the factors Ghana is not doing well. Uh, not to say that things are well in the country. This is from Queju. Though mm-hmm. thank you very much. So, final one here. Um let's go to The Upper West Region says, for me, the only way the Black Stars can ever win the African Cup again may be to privatize the team. Ah, Our team is politicized, (laughs) where players and supporters are selected based on which party one belongs. If players are selected based but these are not things that we can independently, independently confirm. But yeah, I mean, I mean really. the, the state of the Black Stars in some time now. I mean gives people room to to say some of the things that yeah, they say. Yeah. But thank you very much for your message there. But okay. Maxwell, maybe privatization is the way to go. <laughs> <laughs> so we can buy shares in the Black Stars
4: just heard from Michael Papa Di Ashali bringing us your comments from social uh, media. Let's go back to uh, our guests. Let me start off. Let me let let me continue with you, Um, Pelasco. Pelasco, you were about to make a point. We just have eight minutes to run out of the studio. We've talked about the problems. Um, we, We we've talked. We've diagnosed what it is what the problem is now let's give the prescription let's give uh, the medication that would solve the problem what do you think is the solution to the current form of the black stars what many have described as a decline in performance many say that uh, our performance the quality of our performance really is on a downward spiral pelasco what do you think is the solution to to this Okay, if I don't have Pelasco, let me go to Andy.com. Andy.com? Yeah. uh, Andy, you've talked about the problems. What is the solution?
7: Yes, um, Maxwell, I think that solution one, we need to go back to the basics. And going back to the basics means that we need to take a critical look at at our coach football. Because some of these players, some of these players we mentioned who played so well. For the black stars, if you check their background, most of them came from the coast. The life of Abedi pele um Samwajan, Tulemuntari, Um Seven apia and the rest. If you check their background, most of them played for the from the from the coast. Those who didn't play very close level came from the school system. What we call interco, and the rest. Some of them came from there. We should go there. We should go back to that level, try to unearth the talent from there. And then also, we also need to look at infrastructure development. In fact, our infrastructure development in this uh, uh, country, when it comes to sports, is very bad. As I'm talking to you now, look at the Atlas Sports Stadium, look at Kumasi Sports Stadium, Cape Coast Sports Stadium. They all don't meet the standard. So if we say we are a football nation, and we don't have the infrastructure. It is the infrastructure that you use to develop the, the, the players. So, if you don't have, are you going to go to this Go to KZ, uh, go to Gambia, go to Mali, and see the kind of infrastructure you are putting up. It tells you that if you invest in infrastructure, definitely you'll get the, the answer or you'll get the right decision up there. And also, Master, we need to uh, stop the politics. You know, uh, you were saying something that there are some of the issues that you can't confirm, but some of us here know about it and then we can confirm. The appointment of the Blasar coach, we know where it came from. And the the, the, the the politicization in the player selection, it is all there. So if we don't stop this and do the right thing, our football will still remain as where it is. And then, Maxwell, lastly, we should try and then arrange uh, this current blaster. Any player we bring into the blaster, we need to orient them because it looks like some of the players, when they are playing, they don't know what exactly Ganiels go through. They don't know what people go through if the blaster uh, loses. They don't know if uh, what uh, Ghanians go through if the blaster does not win. I think that we need to orient them very well to also know that when they lose, when they don't play well. It affect some of uh, you know uh, Ghanaians. and yeah. Maxwell. Yeah. we should look and, at uh, we Maxwell. should we should look at how uh, we do things. As I'm talking to him, Maxwell, the last time I heard the spokesperson for um, the yeah. Ministry of yeah. Defence that and the thirty he, seconds, thirty seconds. Yeah, all right. He does not yeah. know the budget we are taking for Afcon, and so the uh, the budget is in progress. So when they come from Afcon, they will come and an account to Ghanaians. which serious country. We'll do this. I think that we need to visit the basis When we do that, okay. our football will go back to where Hello. it belongs to, Maxwell.
4: Okay, great. Uh,
7: Hello,
4: thank you, Maslow. Andy. Andy, um, 10 seconds. What's your prediction Hello. for the Mozambique Hello. game?
0: Hello. What,
4: what's My your prediction? prediction? Yeah. Do, do you think we're going to move on to the next round of the competition?
7: Definitely. If you look at how uh, Mozambique played today against the VED, yeah. we should be able to beat them to qualify to the next stage of the competition, Eight zero. 8-0? Hello. Um, I think 2-1... Two, two, Two zero will be okay. Two zero should be okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Pelasco,
4: Pelasco, I'll come. Yeah, Pelasco, I'll come yeah. to you. Um, but yeah, Daniel, yeah, yeah. Daniel wants okay. to make um, a point,
2: so let me take his his final comments. Daniel. Okay. Daniel. Um. Yeah. Sorry, Maxwell. My, my hand was still up from the previous comment. Um. I'll just give my Morocco prediction. My Mozambique prediction. I think yeah. that we'll win. But it's going to be very tough for Egypt to lose against Verde. So
1: mm-hmm.
2: our hope now is that we are going to qualify as a third place team. For there are four spaces for third place teams in this tournament. So let's keep our fingers crossed. It's not what we want to hear, but that's the reality currently. I hope we win. We qualify for the sake of Mohamed Kudus because he has two goals. He's mm. now on goal king. Individual efforts. Yeah. Surprises. Mm-hmm.
4: Okay. Thank you, Daniel Dazi um, and Jr., yeah, Maxwell. So just
5: just 30 seconds. I wanted to. I wanted to do a lot of uh, proper diagnosis of the problem, how they can be faced. Oh, but I think time is not on our side. Yeah, so we're, so, yeah, we're moving yeah, on course. to the solution. Because, because, and then
4: your um yes, prediction. Because, 30 seconds, please.
5: Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, 30 seconds. I think one of the things that we should also uh, start doing is we should also start looking at is how to improve our local link. because when you look at the team that qualified us. For the 2006 World Cup, our, our first World Cup. We took the players like Samir Ajay, goalkeeper, was uh, before he left, he had played for uh, yeah. Hearts of Oak, mm-hmm. um, uh, Kotoko, and Kenzi Group Olympic Joe who who are played for Asante Gold, Stamosaiku for Kimfesa Kotoko and Isamed Kotoko. Sila, uh, yes, so he has to do all part of that work out to Dunkwe
4: for
5: professional before play.
4: Tell us your prediction Ghana Mozambique Monday? Are we qualifying for the next round? Are we qualified for the next
5: round? It shouldn't be less than two goals. I think Part of the, okay. Of the okay. okay.
4: Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Pelasco um, Genie. And now let me come to you, Carla. Carla, what's your prediction for the game against um Mozambique? Are we winning? So, Maxwell, uh,
6: you know, sometimes I listen to the <laughs> the opinions, yeah, and it reminds me of what um Mike Tyson famously says everybody has a plan until they get punched in the face. <laughs> it's the black stars that are getting punched in the face yeah. all the time. Hmm. So unlike what it seems to be every single man in Ghana over the age of 13, I'm not prescribing any answers, yeah. nor do I have a prediction. I just have a message for the boys. We're behind you. We believe in you. We love you. Win or fail, but preferably win.
4: Win or fail, but yeah. preferably win. And let me come to you, uh, Mufsa, Mufsa. I'll predict after
1: the match. Oh, you predict after the match. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, but but, but still still speaking. Ghana will win. I am okay. very confident. Yeah. Mm. Um, I was just speaking to some members of the technical team. Yeah. Uh, like like Kala mentioned, everyone has a plan until you are punched in the face. But yeah. I I'm very confident that this team will turn up on Monday and they will okay. secure a win.
4: Okay. Thank you very much, Buftau Abnabila. I have this one here from Um Norte Dia. Um Notedia uh, says that um, the boys were scattered, dejected. Um. Compared with Egyptians who were huddled together and focusing, um, he, he continues to say that the back pass needed more pace, awareness would have picked up the Egyptian or a teammate would have called out. We've got an uphill um Task. Thank you, um uh, for doing the listening as the host of Ultimate um, Health. But you had um Daniel Dazi. Daniel Dazi works um with the BBC. You also had Carla Olympio. Carla is a corporate lawyer and a fan of the Black Stars. You had Andy.com, is a sports journalist and a commentator. You also had Pelasco Junior. He connected with us from um, Abidjan. You had Muftao Nabila, my colleague who is also at Abidjan, who connected with us from um, Abidjan. Um, my name is Maxwell Um Agba show was ably produced by Michael Papani actually once again as you're driving home wherever you find yourself sing this song let's pray for the black stars